This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Hey, It's hey. the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. Hey. Yo. Yeah, 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 yay. Hey, hey, hey. How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? Uh, hungry, if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't eaten since this morning, so I'm I'm definitely famished. But um otherwise okay. How word. about you? I'm swell. I'm doing well. Word, word, word. Good, good, good. Well welcome everybody. Welcome. Hello. Um, new angles. <laughs> yeah, we trying something new. Um, because the first two times, you know, like we said, it's a trial and error type situation. Um, you gonna work it out with us, right? As we go, yeah. And I mean, maybe if we get big, like huge, then we'll like pretend these videos never happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but for uh, the moment, we're, we're just gonna have to bear with one another. Word. Okay. Um. So what up, everybody? This is the All Love No Fear podcast. Word. Welcome, with, welcome, welcome. With your host, Miss... KB, that's me. And... The co-host, Mr. Mark Metapoetic Bennett. Yes. Also us. Yes. The two of us. That's that's who we are. Yeah. Bennett and Bennett. Bennett and Bennett. We should do that. No, we're not going to do Bennett and Come Bennett. On, why? <laughs> we're not going to do that. Wow. Bennett. Like, I thought that was great. Bennett and Bennett. Why you don't want to do Bennett and Bennett? Bennett and Bennett. Why you don't want to do that? What are you going to do with Bennett and Bennett? I don't know. Like, we could do something with it. We can make it Matt official. Matt official? Mm-hmm. Okay. Bennett and Bennett sounds like a law firm or like a biz- like something really legit. Word. But you don't want to do that. I I don't know. Let's think about it. Let's let's talk about it offline. Okay. You you don't seem committed. Well, shout out to everybody. <laughs> shout out to people on, um, on you just Spotify. Want to everything I'm saying. Shout okay. out to the people on Apple Podcasts. Shout out to people on Stitcher. On mm-hmm. Google Podcasts. Podbean. Shout out to people on YouTube. Yes, um, Himalayas as well, YouTube. Himalaya, Himalaya, Himalaya. Is that you, player? Coming across the Himalayas. Himalaya. Shout out to Martin. Shout out to Martin, one of my fave comedians. Um, Shout out to people listening on the way to work. On the way home from work, at work, at your house, because you ain't got no job. Um, Please tell a friend to tell a friend. Yes, and tell that friend to tell their friend to tell another friend. Yes. And so, so, like, five friends got told. Which, six, there's six um, degrees of separation, so by the time everybody should get it. Right, correct. 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 <laughs> correct. So everybody should get it by then. It's a great. Word, word. All right, Um. so was that five friends squared? Five, um, five squared? What's oh, five squared? Fr- fr- friend to the fifth power? Friend to the fifth power. Okay, <laughs> sure. I wasn't really good with math, so I'm really just friend. trying to follow along here. So, Make sure you let you know you're a friend to the fifth power. And friend we, to the fifth power. And we should be fine. Okay, cool. Friend to the fifth power. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, so we're going to go right into our love it or lose it. Yes. Um, I've been trying to figure it out as you go, but um, 
Okay. This is, um, I think I have it. So Love It or Lose It, just FYI, is we usually have four choices. Uh-huh. And what we do is we have to choose one that we love mm-hmm. and we'll hold on to. Forever. And one that we can lose and throw it away. In the trash. So these four are, I guess, careers. Okay. So let's say. Interesting. These four careers, mm-hmm. um, they all have the same salary. Mm-hmm. They all have enough salary for it. Um, can we give a number? Can we get a number? Whatever salary it was would make you th- be the most ideal. So, whatever job you choose, they all pay two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Okay, two hundred fifty thousand. Okay, whatever job it is, mm-hmm. whatever. So, I want to know if um, and you and you're the best in your field. Okay. So, out of these four, which one would you love? Which one you lose? Mm-hmm. Um, it will be doctor, mm-hmm. lawyer, mm-hmm. teacher, mm-hmm. and the fourth one. I was going to say. Um, an IT professional. Okay, I'm writing this down. And I was saying, which one would you choose most? Garbage. Like, let's say, whichever one, you have all the education for it, you're at the top, you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not stressed out. Um, you They all have the same salary. So mm-hmm. regardless of whether they're all the same salary, which one would you love, which one you would definitely do, mm-hmm. and which one you would be like, all right, I'm not doing that one out of those four. Okay. Um, well, say it again. The four choices are doctor, lawyer, teacher, IT professional. Okay. That means you have all the knowledge of all of them. (laughs) Okay. You're the best in your field, making 250,000, but you have these four jobs laid out in front of you. Mm -hmm. What are you choosing and which one are you definitely throwing away? You said I have all the qualifications. All the qualifications. To do any of them. Any of them. So I went to medical school and law school and have a degree in computer science and Was have a, a plus certification. Yeah, yes, yeah. and have a master's in, in um, education. Education. Okay. Yes. Doctor education. You're the top of the field for everything. And 250 is all they offer? That's problematic, but we'll go on. Because if I, if I did all the degrees, I got a lot of student loans. But sure. We'll, we'll. You, no student loans for all any of them. Well, praise God. Okay. <laughs> no um, students for any of them. The only choice you have to do is, all the thing you're choosing is based off of what you want to do okay. and what you don't want to do. So lose it first, right? Lose it, yep. Um, when you say teacher, do you mean like K through 12? Do you mean higher Whichever ed? Whatever teacher is the one you want to do. Okay. <laughs> Stop um, trying to take things out. <laughs> I'm just asking questions. I'm asking for clarification what, what kind of so teacher? I can make the most informed decision. It, whether you would like to be a professor or teacher is up to you. Okay, great. With that being said, I think my lose it would probably be IT professional. Okay. Um, Nothing about that appeals to me whatsoever, regardless of the money being paid. Like, even, I if just, you already, even if you already have all the knowledge about it. Yeah, I... I don't like it's just not a subject matter that I find interesting. Okay. Like I just don't I can't imagine me going to school to learn any of that. That that actually sounds <laughs> nuts. Like I get why it's like important and relevant to our daily lives, but I just I can't even imagine sitting in a class and learning about that. I can't imagine. Like it's just not something that appeals to me in any way, shape or form. Kudos to the IT guys and and ladies that do it. But remember, this is not saying that would you go to school for it. You already know how to do it. Nah. It's asking to what you still would you 
Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. I've seen the personalities that work in that <laughs> in that field. You don't like it? No, thank you. I don't want it. No. Not all of them are bad. They're not bad people. They're just not the type of people I could personally see myself um, around. They're, 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 they're just a different type of people, and they're not the ones for me, and that's completely fine because I'm not for everybody either. So, yeah, IT is probably what I would not do. It's what I would lose. Okay. Um, This is going to be interesting. Um, My lose it is doctor. Okay. I, I don't have any desire to be a doctor. Now... A doctorate in a field is different than being a doctor. A doctor in a field? Like, what do you mean? A doctorate in a field. A doctorate in a field, but not like a medical doctor. Yes, I do okay. not want to be a medical doctor. Okay. I would get a doctorate in a field. Mm-hmm. And that's be, not what you said. You said doctor, like medical doctor. Correct. And that's what I'm trying to say. I would not be a medical doctor. Um, I have no interest in being a medical doctor at all. I have zero interest. <laughs> okay. I, I, I think I realized that before. I have zero interest in being in the medical field. I think I fully respect it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the most needed. Oh, absolutely. 100%. But I don't think I have any desire to be in the medical field in any level. Same. <laughs> I don't think I want to be a from nurse to LPN to RN to doctor. I don't want to be an optometrist. I don't want to be a dentist. <laughs> You don't want to be any of those. You want nothing to do with that. I don't want to be any of the doctor fields. I don't want to be in any of those fields. I mean, and and, and your and your feeling about the IT schooling is my feeling of like the medical schooling. I have mm-hmm. no desire. Don't want to. Don't want to go there. I think it's interesting. I think mm-hmm. it's cool. Like kudos to the people who do it. But I, I have. I I don't think I have any desire to be a doctor. And I I think I realized that recently. I was like, no. I think <laughs> recently. I, th- I think because like I, like I got, it was still on the table. No, no, I just never thought about it. And I think okay. when I thought about it, I was like, like, so, like, oh, you should be a doctor. I was like, no, no, I don't want to be a doctor. <laughs> no, that's that's for somebody. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I want to be a doctor at all. It's not for me. No, let me look up your. Uh, while you're saying that, it made me think of your uh, your Myers Briggs type. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I don't. I think, like I said, I think um, people who. Going to medical, I think, and I don't think it has anything to do with um, a lack of a desire to help people. I don't mm-hmm. think it has anything to do with. I don't, it's just like I'm not not have no desire to cut nobody up. <laughs> Come up. I have no desire to give shots. I have no desire. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, funny enough, INTG INTJ career matches. When I googled it, physician is at the top of the list. Yeah, it's not me. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. That's hilarious. Position is not for me. It's not for you specifically. No. Yeah, but I was like, yep, that definitely popped up at the type of at the top of the list. Yeah, it's not. I think it, I think it ties back to your like logic. Yeah, I, I I think logic plays into it, but like, and being efficient, structured, and analytical. So I think that's where it comes up from as as a thing you could possibly do. Yeah, but nope. No um, thanks. Um. Okay. Not not working. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think there should be a lot more black doctors. Just don't make it be me. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know what? We all have our things, and that's not yours, and that's yeah, fine. I was like, mm, nah. Just like IT is not mine. That's not yours. No, nope. completely fine. No, nope. it's completely fine. Um, love it. Um, my love it would be um, professor slash teacher. I I would I would do that for for money um <laughs> i would um i like 
learning stuff and then sharing it with other people. Um, I already work in the field of higher ed, so I'm familiar with sort of like the politics and the the kind of like academic affairs world versus the student affairs world. So it's like, it's something I'm familiar with already. I kind of understand how to navigate. So it wouldn't be like a huge stretch for me to go do that. I did consider lawyer for a second because that was my uh, intended career path, like for high school and like the first two years of college before, you know, my GPA let me know that, you know, law school was probably a dub. Um, or at least a good one in my mind. So um, that's when I shifted courses to higher ed. But um, yeah, I feel like the thing that didn't make me choose lawyer was just, it seems like they don't have any life. Um, The ones that are really working and securing that bag, like it's like literally this is their life, lawyering all day long. And for $250,000 to be making that, you don't go home. you'd You'd be out lawyering all day. Okay. And I'm just like, eh, don't really enjoy that. I feel like professoring gives me the opportunity to teach some classes, take a sabbatical, you know, just, you know, do fun things. Um, to be fair, though, professoring is becoming a, a thing, an antiquated profession because um, colleges are being more budget friendly and just hiring like ad hoc. The, the adjuncts who can just adjunct. Come, yeah, ad-hoc. I was like, ad hoc? Who's that? Ad hoc is actually medical. Okay. Uh, See, you want to be a doctor. Um, the adjuncts who, the adjuncts who um, will teach a class <laughs> like, or really? two for like way less money than it costs to have a full time tenured faculty member do it. So like, yeah. But in a perfect world, I I would be a professor of like something. I don't know, English maybe. Okay. Yeah. What is your two and three? Just so I know. My two and is three. it two is two lawyer and three doctor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, two lawyers, three is doctor. I'm not science inclined whatsoever, so if so, I was gonna be any kind of doctor, it would probably be like a psychiatrist or or something like that, or a psychologist, but not like a. So it's teacher, lawyer, doctor, IT. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you? I think my top is still teacher, also professor. Um, and I think um I've always liked doing more with the older, so. If I was gonna be a teacher, it wouldn't be the small children. It mm-hmm. would be between. I, I've always said if I wanted to be a teacher, it would be between the um, between eleventh grade and college. Mm-hmm. I've always said that. Mm-hmm. I always you do have that. said that. Um, yeah, I, I I do enjoy like just having those conversations and mm-hmm. everything, um, and trying to like figure out help someone find out what path they want to take. Mm-hmm. I think I enjoy doing that. Okay. I, I enjoy f- trying to help people figure out what they want to do. Okay. Um. So that and that's outside of the actual lesson plan and everything. It's mm-hmm. just just figuring out what you, what someone would enjoy doing, what um, helping someone understand something they want to know how to do. Mm-hmm. Like I think I, I enjoy doing that. Okay. Um. Yeah. And between IT and lawyer, I think I I don't I don't know if for the two and three which one, I was, I, was, I try to go back and forth between because. Because to your point, correct. I think um, IT. I think, I think I enjoy the like the logical logical part of it, mm-hmm. of just like this goes here, this goes here, trying to figure find problems. Mm-hmm. But like it also like doing that nonstop seems boring because mm-hmm. there's not there's not really any um, personal interaction. Gotcha. 
so it seems boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing that I don't really enjoy about it is like, like I know a few IT guys like at my job who are like super cool who I can call and be like, yeah. There's like one guy in particular who's like super duper friendly and really personable, and it's like you do IT, dang. But like, whenever I've walked by their department, it just looks like a bunch of guys who don't really. Yeah. interact with the outside world like of course you could be you could be an it person that does stuff but i, I also understand that like most of your interaction is just with the computer right you're just trying to solve a problem yeah and i can and doing even like doing graphic design i can see how like after a while you're like All right. it's very solitary <laughs> like i see how it's i see how it's a cool job for an introvert but i think for me because i'm such an extrovert doing something like that i like it i would i would die because yeah. there's not, I I need interaction. I need to like bounce ideas off of people. I need to talk things out and like, yeah, no, it just wouldn't work for me. It's not. It's not even that. It's just I enjoy like um, talking to people and trying to figure out what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And like, none of that comes from IT. Yeah, you're 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 a helper. Uh, you're a hands-on <laughs> helper. Yeah, not a behind-the-scenes helper. And none of that comes from IT. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but lawyer, I think I I enjoyed like the debating part of being a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And trying to research something mm-hmm. and trying to figure out how to get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, being like overflowing with like paperwork is annoying. Right. That doesn't sound, that <laughs> doesn't doesn't sound, sound thrilling at all. Doesn't sound thrilling, but I do enjoy the research mm-hmm. and like debating a topic mm-hmm. and everything. So I don't, I don't know if I would be a criminal lawyer. Okay. I don't know if I would do that. Okay. Um, just because, well... It's it's one of those things where like criminal lawyers, I think good criminal lawyers are necessary, mm-hmm. are important. Yeah, but it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. It is. It's very frustrating. Very frustrating, frustrating. I can imagine. So I I can understand both. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I th- so I, I I guess love it for me would be the lawyer. No, I didn't say that. I said teacher. You said teacher. I was like the, lawyer. The, sec- the second is lawyer. Okay. And then third, it, and then mm. fourth, doctor. Doctor. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yes, we do have some um, lawyers that listen to the pod, so I'm sure they'll chime in with their feedback uh, yeah. about about what we said. Um, no shade to y'all, you know, just you know, that's y'all. Yeah, but we put we put we put lawyers second, so it's not like we put them far down. Right, like we didn't we didn't shade you like completely completely. Yeah, it's you know? just I'd rather be a teacher. Word out of those options. Same, same. I think it's interesting that we chose the same one. Yeah. And I mean, I, I guess we both have sort of done some teaching in our, in our. Well, uh, I'm, I'm doing teaching. Yeah, so I guess that's uh. Yeah. That makes sense. Word, 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 word. So if you're wondering what I'm doing, I'm editing our docket because no, I. It's, it's fine. No, because I was like, why does it seem like there's so much stuff on here? Oh. Yeah, and I'm like, because yeah. I think it updated on the phone last night. I did it on the phone last night, but then when I came to log on to the computer to, to update it it didn't it so, wasn't showing anything so you typed it again so now it's there twice now it's there twice because I'm like what the hell is all this stuff I'm right. so confused um, so let's, let's move on let's move on so um, hope you enjoyed our love it or list it love it or lose it I said list it's it. not love, love it, it or, <laughs> or lose it it's not listed love it or lose it it's not listed I'm so tired it's of you listed. Listed. So listed. 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 you it's not listed it's not listed it's not you didn't have to do that in people's ear, is what I'm saying. You yeah. absolutely didn't have to. That'd be fine. But they, you didn't they, have they, to. They might not be fine. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't You shouldn't act like that. Okay. That's not nice. That's exactly right. That's not right. It's not right. So let's how, not 
fight. Is there ba-da, a, ba-da, ba-da, ba-da. Oh, I, this, this is a topic I can use this for. Okay, great. Let's go. Great. <laughs> so, um, our topic for today, it's not heavy. It's kind of like, because I feel like last week's topic was kind of heavy. Yeah. Um, so, we try, we're trying to lighten it up a little bit here. So, um, it's the holiday season. Um, Thanksgiving just ended a couple weeks ago. And now we are barreling full speed towards Christmas. I think by the time this podcast comes out, it will be a week away from Christmas, Word. which is insane. Because Nan Tree is up at our house. <laughs> Nan present has been bought. Like, we just got to do better. Three years in a row, we'll be like, oh, we're going to put the tree up. Yeah. Last year, we never made it. Nope. We're going to put the tree up this week. We're going to do it. Me okay. and you. Okay. We're going to do it. We're going to put the tree up. Okay. I don't, you don't seem committed. You don't. <laughs> the look in your eyes does not give me, like, yes, I believe this. You're looking at me like, sure, sure. But not, like, in a sarcastic way towards me, but just, like, because you know us. And it's like, mm. But anyway, um, so like I said, it's holiday season. And so one of the things I wanted to talk about a little bit. It's the holidays. It's the holidays. Y'all got to come get Mark with all this like random singing and whispering because it's 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 a lot. Holidays, 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 holidays. Okay, come on, come on, come on. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go, come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. If I just leave right now, is that <laughs> you can't leave? I can do whatever I want. It is, it is your podcast. You can't but I, leave. But I can leave. I can, it ain't no problem. I can go. It's your podcast. You can't. It's leave. our podcast, and I can leave. You cannot can. leave. Can I? Can I go on? Because you were over here giving me mad like Proceed. sound sound bites for no reason. Yes. So, holiday season is approaching. Christmas is here. People will be traveling to various locations to be with their families and friends and whatnot. Um, But what I want to talk about today is like, you know, people who don't go home. So our topic for today is kind of like home for the holidays with like a, a bit of, what do you call it? Question mark. Home for the holidays. Home for the holidays. So the reason I I, uh, wanted to, oh God, (laughs) wanted to um, discuss this. um, I've been seeing a lot of articles lately talking about, um, people um, choosing to um, stay away from toxic situations um, and kind of clearing clearing the negative energy in their lives and uh, deciding to only involve themselves or um, put themselves in situations where they feel like they'll be comfortable, supported, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and one of the things I noticed um, with all these articles I've seen in different, like, forums and message boards I've been on is that a lot of people, especially of our generation, are electing like not to go home for the holidays. They're electing to spend the day either with their significant other's family if they have a significant other, or they're electing to spend the day with friends or just to like go out to a restaurant or something and do their own thing. They're not going to their family's homes. And um, some of the reasons I've seen have been really, really interesting and also really valid. Um, For some people, their reason for not going is that, you know, they don't really have a great relationship with their parents for whatever reason or one of their parents. And they're just like, I would rather not go make myself uncomfortable for a weekend just to just to spend Christmas with them. Because like one article I was reading, this lady was saying how like when she goes home and she stays at the parents house, I guess. Like, the mom gets upset every time she's, like, on her phone 
or on her computer for work or, you know, she just makes her feel, and she's like always on her about cleaning up behind herself and da 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 da. And she's just like, I don't have time for all this. I would rather like go stay in a hotel if I have to go. Work. And if I'm going to go, I don't want to. I, I just feel like I don't want to be bothered to go. So then it's like, well, why bother if I'm going to be at a hotel and I'm not going to spend the time with the family the way I, I envision doing, so I'd rather not go. Gotcha. So that's that's one perspective I've seen. I've also seen some people being like, you know, they've had stories of family members mistreating them, you know, and it can be anything from like verbal to other types of abuse that they've dealt with with family members mistreating them, and they just feel like, I don't want to come here to sit and look in the face of this person who's done this to me and the family's pretending like they didn't do it. Like, I just, I just don't want to do that anymore. And then some people are just like, my family's ghetto. Every time I go over there, it'd be some BS. It'd always be some stuff. And I just don't want to be a part of it. I would just rather not deal with any of it. So they just decide I'm not going to go. And like I said, I think it's interesting because I know it's just a lot more people of our generation who are starting to be of that, I would like to be separate from whatever this is. Like, I don't I don't have a problem with everybody in the family. It's just that I know that certain people going to be there, and I don't have any interest in keeping up the front and pretending like I'm okay with these people when I'm not. So um, I, I thought that was kind of interesting because I feel like the way a lot of us grew up was that the family always came together for holidays Mm -hmm. and our generation seems to be the one that's like breaking away from that and being like well y'all can go and get together i ain't coming to the function that's it so i kind of want to talk about that a little bit and kind of you know see what your thoughts were um i think it's um it's interesting and i think that uh I think this is like a, a phase that needs to happen mm-hmm. for us to find middle ground somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think I think anytime something um, is drastically one way, mm-hmm. the only way to kind of find a mid ground is to go drastically the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what's happening mm-hmm. because like um, for a while we were kind of like um, coming together as a family regardless of the nonsense going on, mm-hmm. and like keep covering up any nonsense going on, mm-hmm. any, like, um, people that were had large issues or um, any um, stuff that they talk about as a family. We talk about as a family. Like, it's a lot of things that were always covered up and not spoken about mm-hmm. and people were never addressing as a family. Right. So, like, that happened for so many years and people were like, but we're family, we got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And that's happened so many times for, like, um, the generation before us. Mm-hmm. So, like, in response... Um, our generation, the generation before that, is kind of like, well, let me just not go at all, not deal with it, mm-hmm. and I'll just, I'll just deal with my friends. I do friendsgiving. Right, right. <laughs> I'll just deal with it that way, mm-hmm. and just not deal with it because, like, why, why go deal with it with the family? Right. And uh, instead of just going deal with it at um, mm-hmm. with my, with my friends, right. which it's a lot less issues right. and everything because right. I've chose I chose those friends. I didn't right. choose my family. Right. Right. So um. What what's going to happen have to happen at one point is there be a middle ground between that where like we just address what's happening in the family. Right. <laughs> we, we hope. We hope, we hope that like people mm-hmm. just actually address what's going to family and just like split it up so that we can um we can address what's going on in the family and it's not just um a bunch of frustration. Right. Because like for, like we have, we have like what you're saying like you have people coming home and then like people like I don't want to go and. 
one issue that um our generation is big on, which I'm not, sh- I, I can't, I can't speak for what happened before us, mm-hmm. but it's big on going home and still treat it like a child. Right. Yeah. That is a big thing that we do not appreciate mm-hmm. and we fight against. Mm-hmm. So we'll go, we'll go um, to a family thing, and we, when we're at our jobs, and everything, we are managers, we are directors, we are people in charge of different certain things. Mm-hmm. We are parents to our children. Mm-hmm. We are doing all these things. We feel we, we're doing <laughs> quote unquote adult things consistently. Right. All everything, mm-hmm. and then when we go with our family, we're undermined and treated like oh. Look at the, look at this child. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, you a whole forty. <laughs> so like, like that that little thing we don't want to de- we don't want to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people want to deal with that. Sometimes um, people just keep bringing up the mistakes you've made, mm-hmm. and like they'll never they'll never let mistakes you you've made um, go go. That was like over ten years ago. But it's like, why are you still talking about this? But they still bring up the mistakes. So mm-hmm. it's like you can't even get past that. So right. it's like it's hard to, or sometimes like it's just. Even with the um, whole um, the youth thing, like where um, I was a certain way when I was younger, so like they keep thinking like oh, I don't know what I'm doing mm-hmm. or I'm child. I, I never grew out of that, mm-hmm. and it's, so it's just sometimes just to like conserve your own mental health, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. which our generation is really big on now. Yes. It's just conserving like not putting ourselves in pl- in places where we feel is a. I hate the word, but toxic yeah. for us. Yeah, toxic. We got to throw that out in twenty nineteen. I, I hate when people use that word. Leave it in like, twenty nineteen. Yeah, but um, but like, we don't. Our, our generation has decided to not be in places where it's like, it's like the reason why the whole cancer culture, even though I hate it, yeah. why it came up is because people are like, why do I have to go to somewhere and feel like people are being racist towards me or mm-hmm. something like, why, why, why I'm going, I'm, I don't want to go through this. I'm not going right. to do this. I don't want to put up with this. I'm out of here. Um, the big reason why millennials are good at, at hopping from job to job because mm-hmm. we're like we're not gonna be at a job and then like it starts acting crazy or they're not paying as well like oh this this seems unhealthy let me get right. out of here right right <laughs> so like we're, we're we're good for if something's unhealthy we leave mm-hmm. and that plays into even with our families mm-hmm. if we feel like it's unhealthy we're out of there right we're not we're not staying around we're gonna get out of that place and not just be in that place just because we feel like it should be that way and, mm-hmm. that, and that it doesn't only come with cousins it comes with even with parents mm-hmm. and everything yeah so like we're very big on conserving our own mental health because we've seen what it has done to a generation before us we have seen what it has done to our parents mm-hmm. we have seen what it's done to our aunts we've seen mm-hmm. what it's done to other people and we're like we don't want that to happen to us right so we conserve ourselves. <laughs> right. We conserve our own peace. Right. And do what we have to do. Right. I, I agree. Um, I, I, I have to say, I think our generation is like revolutionary when it comes to preserving our self-preservation. Because I think that, you know, the generations before us just kind of, like you said, kind of did a grin and bear it and go and will go and put themselves in situations they don't want to be in just for the sake of keeping the peace. And we're like, no, we don't care about no peace. We're not coming. We don't care about images. Either. We don't care about images. either. We're like, I I don't I don't fool with so and so. Don't have me around there with so and so. But it's like I wonder like what how do you combat like if your parents like really like your problem isn't with your parents. Your problem is like with a sibling or somebody else and your parents really really want you to come. Like how do you how do you navigate that? Like you don't want to tell them no, but you're also like I don't really fool with this person either. So like how do you 
how do you kind of work that out? Well, like what people have done is like, all right, I'm going to go there for like a quick, I'm going to go for an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I be, guess, yeah. And, and, that, and that's what happens. It happens all the time, too. It's mm-hmm. like people are like, all right, I'm just going to go for an hour. Mm-hmm. Say, come on, by wants me to come. I'm gonna come for an hour. Right. But even during that hour, people are saying like, "Oh, you never around." <laughs> and like, and then like, but see, this is why I don't even come around here. <laughs> and that, and that's, and those, and that. in ten minutes, y'all already started. <laughs> and that, and that's where that phrase comes from. That phrase comes from. That's why I don't come around here because that <laughs> happens. Because then when you do come, when you finally do come, they talk about all the times you weren't there. <laughs> right. It's just like, oh my god. <laughs> so it it comes it comes a, a crazy cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I just, I just. <laughs> it's a cycle, though. It is. It is. It'd be like this is why I don't come because every time I come, y'all start up about how I wasn't here all these other times. It, but this is why. <laughs> this is why I don't come because y'all do this yes. every time. But now they're gonna keep doing it because you keep not coming in. <sighs> so it's like a vicious cycle. It's like, do I go just so I don't have to hear them say this, or do I just like not go? Like, what? What do I do? Yeah, I, I think our generation is just not really big on keeping up appearances that much. Yes, because um. Like like I said, we always talk we always talk about like how you have like the um family where they're not they're not um together anymore, but they want to keep up appearances, <laughs> or like they're going through so much in their family, but like keeping up like our our generation has and generation be, be um that's coming after us is right. probably less inclined right to worry about keeping up appearances. No, not at all. So, These kids they don't care about nothing. Okay, yeah. they don't care about nothing. Which, like I said, which I don't like. I, I don't I'm not gonna say it's completely wrong keep up appearances but mm-hmm. they, they, there has to be a place in a place a great area somewhere yeah yeah, yeah I I'm, agree. I'm, I'm not I'm not saying that um I understand the benefit of um trying to not everybody should know what's going on mm-hmm. <laughs> in in um a relationship between two people yeah so I understand that but there, there, there has to be a great area absolutely absolutely um I think another reason that people are not going home for the holidays um politics has really played a huge role in people not going home for the holidays the 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 racial climate in this country for the last uh couple of years i mean america's always been mm, racist um and you know it's but i think for a while it was kind of like a little bit under the sheet like you didn't really see it it kind of peaked out from time to time but the sheet covered it most of the time I think with the election of Donald Trump, like the sheep just got the sheep just got ripped off of the racism completely. I think it's and it's, it's like or or you know what? I think the really election of Donald Trump has ripped the sheets off the undercover racist and problematic people in people's families. Because I think people did not know or really didn't think, oh, my dad is problematic, or my my uh, my uncle's problematic, or this person's problematic. But like with the with the series of things that have happened over the last couple of years, like the the political climate in this country has really affected some people's ability to go home. Like I know someone right now who, and I'm not going to say their name, but if they listen, they know who they are. They have family members that they are mandated to spend holidays with. Not mandated, but it's sort of like if they don't go, it's kind of like, well, everybody else's kids are here. Why aren't you here? But they have to sort of gear themselves up to go because they know they're about to go to a house with people who are Trump supporters and listen to that for hours on hours on hours until it's time to go. And the person's literally like, I would rather jump off a cliff than go here. Yeah, But it's like... And 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 they they feel I, I, like they have to because it's like all the other cousins are there. So why didn't you go? So you know. Yeah, and I, I'll even say like I'll, I'll go on record. Well, it's a few things I want to say. Okay. First thing go is, on. 
Um, I'll go on record to say I don't think every person who is a Trump supporter is a fo- is a is a racist. But I no. think that no, no, because there are black there are that, black Trump supporters that, 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 in Latino, so they're not all racist. That, that's, that's that's not that's not that's not what I think you were saying. I'm not saying that no, either. no. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is I think that the people the what people have an issue with, and I think this is what people is getting lost on, mm-hmm. is that. You being a you saying you're a Trump supporter is making me see, see that my um my distress about his lack of care about me and my black skin makes it seem like my black skin being threatened is not a priority to you, mm-hmm. which it might not be, mm-hmm. which it, which it might not be, but it makes it it, it makes me see how high that is to you, mm-hmm. which changes my interaction with you, right. And that's what my problem is, because like, I'm I'm subject because um, a lot of people don't put um, any culture issues or social issues as high on their list on what they care about when mm-hmm. choosing somebody, right? When supporting someone, supporting a um, politician, they right. don't put that high up there mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Not in the top ten, not yeah. in the top twenty. It's just yeah. not up there. Yeah. So what what um what he. The things that he um, he's offering, you're supporting because that's ne- those weren't are never up there. Uh-huh. Some people really think that um, this is the best way to secure the borders. This is what they think it is the best way to do that in their mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. So like, this is the best way to do it. So this makes sense mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one point I want to make. Mm-hmm. The other point I want to make is this: this has only turned this way because of this nonsense two-party system because now it feels like there's only two sides to every argument mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and everything needs a counter argument mm-hmm. and that's and that's what the problem is because everything is counter me i have to support this or this two sides two sides so because now there's this so if you if you are a republican you support that means you support trump that means you don't respect black people to, like this is what all this means when you say this mm. and so you saying those words all these connotations to me mm-hmm. or to um a lot of people come to this right and it might not be true for you you might just really you might just really just like support something one thing he's done right and you're like i just want him to do this mm. so this is why i support him mm. And everything, but because this two-party system mm-hmm. is either you're all, all, all on this side and everything, mm-hmm. which which plays into like probably like the whole impeachment thing in the first place, because mm-hmm. people are like no, I just you're either all this side or you all you have to be all in on one side or the other. Mm-hmm. Why is the independent party not like succeeding right now? Why why like if I was the independent party when I saw this going on, I'm like I'm about to flourish. <laughs> I'm about to flourish. <laughs> I'm about to flourish and just be sane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just be like hey, don't you want the sane option of being independent? <laughs> Like my, I'll, I'll put all the money into marketing right now. <laughs> I mean, for, as an independent party, yeah, all the money be in marketing right this second. I like, I don't understand why they're not. Fl- like, I thought they would flourish right, like right after the, the mm-hmm. um election. I was like, why, why are they not like, yeah, going flourish right now? Yeah, because I, I think they decided to join join sides with the Democrats in the fight. Like, and I'm like, like hey. they they could have they could have. Because independence, they could, they should have like flourished right now. So at least now we have another choice. Mm-hmm. That's that's what should have happened. They should have been fighting for a third. Any kind of third party should have been flourished right now. Mm-hmm. But that's the, but that's not the way our our, our country's conditioned to think. So, you know, like I, I, most I, of I, the people I, in our country are conditioned to think a, a third party would flourish because like people are like 
it's it's crazy mm-hmm. like the whole thing and like I, I think I saw a message and this is exactly how I felt it's like Democrats I mean um, black people know that Democrats don't really care about black people mm-hmm. like I don't think that yeah I, I don't I, think any I, I any think people need to stop thinking black people that, 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 that is not what the issue like we people. don't think that Democrats out here just no. care about black people no. that's not that's not Nobody what um, that. black people think it's just everybody who is has been outwardly and outwardly saying negative things about black people have all been conservatives and Republicans. So we're like, we can't associate myself ourselves with that. And that's where right. that comes from. Agreed. Agreed. If if we stop making um the political th- climate about um if we just took all the like social justice out of that and made that stop making those political issues and just talked about everything else, it'll be a different thing. But they made social justice political issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made everything to do with like race and culture, and like they made those. They keep making those political issues. Mm-hmm. Like me, me saying Black Lives Matter shouldn't be a political issue. No, it shouldn't. It's not a political issue. It shouldn't be. Me, me, um, talking about police brutality is not a political issue. No, it is a social justice issue. They they should not be together, but they keep making it political issues. So now I have to choose a side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I have to choose a side for someone who supports my, my social justice stance, right? Versus that, so like, it becomes it becomes a concern. And I think it it started before this. It started with like the, the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Civil rights movement, one per, one party supported, one party did not. Mm-hmm. So it made it a political. It made a civil rights mm-hmm. concern mm-hmm. a political issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that you think about that, I'm like, what was those holiday part? What was those holiday get-togethers like? Where you had a family member who was like, ah, I believe in segregation. I think we should stay, and you're over there like, I think civil rights are cool. I want to vote. Like, what was those holiday parties, <laughs> those holiday celebrations like? Funny oh, thing is, word. We, we, we was, um, <laughs> at the meeting, we were t- I was talking, I was saying, I was. I saw this, and um, I think um, Trevor Noah said this. I'm going to say, you said segregation. Mm. Segregation. I just thought about a really, really inappropriate rap line in regards to the word segregation. Shouts to Lil Wayne. What? If you know, you know. <laughs> segregation. By its literal definition, I don't think is wrong. I don't think so either. Um, I think it's always been an issue because in the context, it's always grouped with inequality. Mm-hmm. And inequality to how we get funds mm-hmm. and how we're treated and yeah. how it's viewed. I think that's always been an issue. That's the greater issue. Yeah. Yeah. Segregation in its core has never been an issue. I, I don't think everything needs to be integrated. Of course, it's good to have integration, but I don't think everything should be integrated. Yeah. Um, I, I made the example. If you have a Bayesian neighborhood, you have a neighborhood it's everybody's Bayesian, that would be a segregated. Like everybody's Barbados there, but because it's segregated, that means you can have Bayesian people playing the music in the in the, um, in the streets. Mm-hmm. You have stores catered to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have and, and and it's okay because like it's okay to come back and have something culturally focused on what you believe in mm-hmm. or what you do because. There's there's neighborhoods of all, there's always been neighborhoods of like different cultures mm-hmm. mixed like that way all across the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like you have certain um, Guyanese neighborhoods, mm-hmm. you have Italian neighborhoods, you have mm-hmm. Jewish neighborhoods. It's, it's and it's it's good for people to be able to come home and have that certain culture and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's not, I don't think it's anything against um, segregation, mm-hmm. um, because um, full integration takes away everybody's culture, right? Mm-hmm. I think the issue has always been um, the inequality of segregation. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. 
Because, I mean, for all this integration, we could talk about this another day, but, like, for all this integration, New York City schools are the most segregated. Yeah. From even before but, Brown v. Board of Education. Yeah, in terms of inequality, though. In terms of inequality and in terms of, like, racial makeup. Correct. But what I'm saying is, it's, it's, but it's, it's not just, the issue is not the racial makeup. The issue is, it's inequality in terms Absolutely. of how they're treated. And how certain schools of, are funded. Funded services. That, that's the problem. Agreed. 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 Um, but, yeah. Um, we were talking about yeah, going home for the holidays. So, yeah, like these political and, and um, social justice matters really do sort of drive a wedge between people. And, and I think our generation is just like, I don't want to go there and be arguing with these people because they're saying things that don't make no sense. Word. Um, so I think we're going to wrap this one up. Um, but I just want to say, you know. <laughs> you good? Yes. Um, okay. You know, because like like, we're going to talk about this in a second, too. But, you know, like stuff like, you know. Uh, the R. Kelly stuff and Michael J- like it's just stuff like that where we're just like our generation is very much like there is a, a, a right way and a wrong way and we're we're like nah if this person is saying like Bill Cosby deserves to be outside even though there's like proof like we just are like nah I don't want to have this conversation with this person I don't want to <laughs> do this and like honestly if somebody if somebody in my immediate family was like nah I think Bill Cosby was framed then it was like I don't want to talk to them either I don't want to go to and if they keep saying these things I may not want to go to the holiday function because they just keep going on with that because that's crazy because Bill Cosby did that stuff okay in the words of Canaan whatever they said he did he did that okay <laughs> all them people ain't lie um, but yeah um. I I really do hope this holiday season that, you know, whether you're with your family or the family you, you were born into or the family that you chose that you have a good time, um, I believe that mental health is super important. And, you know, if you feel like you don't want to put yourself in a situation that will make you uncomfortable for hours and hours at a time for the sake of, quote unquote, being with the family, don't do it. If this is your first year contemplating whether you're going to go to go home for the holidays or not, you contemplating real hard. It's cool if you decide not to go. We here at the BLM at the at the I said the BLM. I guess that's up to, uh, that's us too. Yes. But we here at the All Love No Fear podcast support you in your decision to do whatever. We're cool. Um, yeah, maybe maybe one of these years we'll do like a All Love No Fear like holiday holiday party celebration Christmas thing one one day. We'll do that. All Love right. No Fear Friendsgiving. <laughs> yes, um, or Friendsmas. Friendsmas. Yes, Friendsmas. Friendsgiving slash Friendsmas and all the people who don't want to be with their their people can come hang with us and do cool things. Yes. It's an idea. We should think about that for next year. Yes. I don't think it should be a potluck because I'm not going to eat all your food. Nah. Nah. I don't trust any of you. Hand food. of God. We're going to have to put some money in and cater because yes. what I, I'm not doing is potluck. I, I want to I wanna say I trust you, but I don't. Love I y'all don't. to life, but I won't do it. <laughs> I, will not, I will not eat your food. She doesn't do potlucks. <laughs> and by she, I mean me. I will, she don't do potlucks. I will not trust your food. If you come in here with no, some... Sir. Macaroni and cheese with peas or something. I'm like, I'm not. Then you can't come to the Friendsmas or the Friendsgiving no more. Because <laughs> that's a so, gross violation of my blackness. And so I don't we, have time. We're going to cater. That's what we're going to do. Caterer. Yeah, okay. we don't, I don't trust anything about it. Jesus didn't die on the cross for me to eat mac and cheese with peas in it. He didn't. <laughs> I know he didn't. I don't. He didn't. Nope. 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 I will not be disrespected this way. I will not. So, yeah. Um. Hope you enjoyed this topic. Looking forward to um, hearing your feedback about this. Um, you know, I think it's it's something that's very relevant to our generation, and it's something that we probably need to, you know, uh, explore more and figure out ways around. Because, like, a lot of people, from what I've read in these little articles that I read from time to time, a lot of people of our generation are just choosing to, like, be alone. Because yeah. it's like, if all their friends went home and they're the only ones there, they're just, you know, 
being alone, which I think is like sad in a sense because it's like this is a time to like for togetherness and community and so like you know maybe we need to start thinking about ways to bring people together and uh invite people so if you know a friend who's not going home or something invite them to your house um you know which 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 probably plays into like why if we do do this um next year would play out yeah they would have somewhere to go yeah you could come hang with us because we cool and whatever hang with us okay hang with us if you keep saying it like that i don't think people are going to want to Want to hang with us? It doesn't sound cool. Okay, not the whisper. That's enough. <laughs> you, you've got to relax on the whisper, okay? Okay. I don't feel like you're going to. You're saying okay, but I don't feel like you're going to. I don't trust you. Okay. I don't believe you. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Our artist spotlight for this week. Artist spotlight. I, I purposely have chosen women for this month. Um, women that I um, personally enjoy listening to. Uh and I've tried to keep it with black ones mostly. This one, I think she's half black, but she's very white presenting. Um, yeah, no shade to her. Like, no shade at all. Like, I love her. Um, let me, I'm just trying to read her um, her bio real quick. So she she is part black. Um, so Tori Kelly is our um, artist spotlight for the week. Um, she uh, is, how old is Tori? Tori's 27. Um, she is of Jamaican, Puerto Rican, Irish, and German descent. Um, her hair is blonde, so that's why I said she's white presenting. But like, I feel like I knew that there was some black in there. Um, she's a very she, her voice is beautiful. First of all, she has such a soulful voice. Um, most of you probably know who she is, um, or maybe you've heard her music. Um, she was if you saw the Disney is it Disney one of them animated ones Disney Pixar DreamWorks one of them people. Um, the the movie is called Sing, and it's like one the main character is like this pig, um, who's like a mom of like fifteen kids or something like that. And Tori Kelly, um, is the voice of the pig, and she sings um Hallelujah like the Shrek Hallelujah, um, because some people for some reason know the Hallelujah from Shrek and not from anything else. Um, I discovered that recently. Mm-hmm. Um, right. yeah, but she, she so she sings that. <laughs> um, she also um, you know. You've seen her before. Like, you've seen her at, like, award shows performing, especially black ones. Be like, who that white girl singing? It's her. Um, she started out as a YouTube artist, actually. That's how I first um, saw her. Um, she had actually um, auditioned for American Idol, like, for, like, season nine or something like that. Um, but she didn't make it through. And um, what's his name? Um, Simon had said, like, he thought her voice was, like, nasally or something like that. I don't know what he was hearing because sis sings down. Um, she has put out, I think, uh, two or three albums um, over the years. Um, she her she had a song out called Hollow, um, really, really good song. And there's a video of her on the Internet where she, um, Justin Timberlake, who we don't feature here, but bringing him up for the purpose of this um, conversation. Um, we don't. <laughs> We don't feature him here. That's right. Um, he was getting honored for something, and she did, like, an acoustic version of Suit and Tie on a guitar. Go look it up on the internet. Like, it sounds, like, 7,000 times better than Justice recording of Suit and Tie. Like, it's just, like, let her do it again because it was great. Like, <laughs> just go look on her YouTube, Tori Kelly. Like, I promise, like, her vocals are, like, amazing. She can really sing. And she just put out a gospel album. Um, well, not just. Um Last year, she put out a gospel album, and um, Kurt Franklin was um, 
like a, a writer or a producer on it. Um, and the song that she had um, on there, Never Alone, um, won Best Gospel Performance Song at the Grammys earlier this year. So, um, yeah, she's really like an amazing singer, though. Like her vo- her voice is just, ugh, it's beautiful. It's like flawless. Do you hear me? Flawless. And she sings, um, oh, my gosh. She, my, so, sidebar, my favorite Disney song is Colors of the Wind from Pocahontas. Pocahontas is also my favorite Disney movie, if anyone's wondering. Um, and she remade Colors of the Wind. Like, ugh, ugh, vocal heaven. So just go on the internet, find Tori Kelly, be blessed. Like, if you're a singer or you like hearing really good singers, look up Tori Kelly, T-O-R-I-K-E-L-L-Y. It'll bless you. She's so good. So, so good. Yes, God. Okay, so moving on from our um, artist spotlight. Artist spotlight. I don't know what has happened, but since we got this camera, Mark wants to give you all the theatrics. It's very, very confusing. We have to give give them jazz. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, give us some jazz. So they get some jazz. Some genius. Some jazz. Some genius. Um, so Mark and I went to Duce Palooza. Duce Palooza. At the Barclays Center um, this past Friday. Word, 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 um, word. This word. was our second time going to Duce Palooza. We yes. went back on, what was it, Memorial Day weekend when it was at some spot in Greenpoint or Williamsburg or somewhere. Like the Brooklyn that the black people don't be at. <laughs> the Brooklyn? <laughs> But, but, but am I lying? Is this funny? He said the Brooklyn. The, Brook, the Brooklyn where the black people don't be at. <laughs> okay. We were over there at some spot. It was really nice when we did it um, back on Memorial Day. Right. But we went this year. They was at Barclays, and this was like the first time they were doing something um, like this at like an arena type of venue. Because I guess where they've had Ducey before has sort of been like club, more club type locations. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time they've done it at like a Barclays type of arena. They sold out. Um, all the tickets. So that was like 12,000 tickets that they sold out. So they made a bag at Ducey, um just from ticket sales alone. Um, so I just want to talk about it and kind of get your get your take on it um, after attending. So basically this Ducey, um they usually have like an artist or two come out at the Ducey's. I think the, la- the one we went to before, um, what was that boy's name? Yeah, YG? Yeah. YG came out. I don't care nothing about a YG. So I think I left during his uh, performance because I don't care at all. Um, <laughs> I'm just being honest. I don't care. So I think we left while he was performing. We also had to go. And I was like, this isn't somebody I feel like sticking around to see. But this one, um, I was looking for the um, the artist listing. So this say at Barclays, they had Cameron and Jim Jones, The Locks, Fabulous, Partisan Fontaine, Afro B, and Fabio Foreign. I think I'm saying Fabio's name right. Those were the people that were... I think it's five. Is it five? Yeah, five. I feel like he said five, so that's yeah. what I'm going with. Five yeah. EO um, foreign. They also... this. So this is the people that were on the billing for the um, for the event. This is who was on the... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? On the flyer in the commercials. And then for DJs, uh, we had they had Swiss Beats, Massive B, Where's Nasty, Just Blaze, Austin Mills, who was like their resident DJ, and DJ First Choice. Don't know who that is but whatever they were they were the djs for the evening um so it started at like eight o'clock we didn't get there till 10 because we were out serving the community um because that's what we do here being productive being productive so we didn't get there till like 10 o'clock so like i will say the barclays check-in process was pretty easy yeah like i've 
I've walked through way more security and just done way more to get inside of a building. Not to say that they're not secure, but like I feel like I've gone to like venues where I've like walked in, checked my bag at this security checkpoint, and then walked down a million hallways, yeah. got the bag checked again before I was finally able to actually get into the venue. So that was smooth. It was probably also because we came late. Yeah, because the line was probably crazier earlier. Earlier, yeah, yeah. Um, so when we got there, I think Cam was Cameron was on. Um, and Jim Jones came out and did like a song and a half. Yeah, he, he, he did two, I think. And then left. Um, who else did we see? The Locks closed it out. Um, Partisan Fontaine was there. Partisan Fontaine was there. Apparently, for those who don't know who Partisan Fontaine is, because I didn't until last week, Partisan Fontaine um, was the co-writer on um, for Cardi B's uh, album. So a lot of those songs that are on there, he co-wrote them. Um, so that's kind of his, like, not claim to fame, but that's kind of how most people became aware of him. But he is an artist himself. Uh, I don't know any of his songs, but apparently he's out here in these streets. Um, he was there. Um, um, Casanova. Casanova. Oh, God. I'm so Brooklyn. It gives me life. Um, I enjoy Casanova's energy. Um, <laughs> I really, really do. I've always, always enjoyed Like, from the time I saw Casanova on, like, an interview, like, on Breakfast Club or something, I was like, I like this guy. Yeah. I like. He's the type of Brooklyn guy that may ruin your life. Yeah. But, like, I like him. Like, yeah. I like his energy. Like, so um, I was saying, I was like. Usually when people are loud, those are people you worry about the least. Like, when anytime, just, just an FYF, people who don't understand how, like, people move. Like, if you have a group of people, right, and, they, and you're like, oh, I don't know who's the most dangerous person in this group, which I don't know why you would be asking that question, but just in case you ask. Them, stay woke. Stay ready. It, it's usually never the, loud the guy. loudest guy. The loud mm-hmm. guy, you don't have to worry about him. Right. Because the person who's loudest, they don't. Casanova's the exception to the rule. Right. <laughs> he is probably... The most dangerous person in the room at all time. Right. He's a certified killer. <laughs> like verified on court documents, black and white paper killer. The most dangerous person in the room. Killer, assaulter. He is, he is the exception to the room. Right. Like like he talks mad stuff, but he also backs it up. <laughs> so um, just keep that in mind. Yeah, don't don't play Cause, with it. Because usually everybody well, when you have group people, the person who's the most silent mm-hmm. is the person you want to worry about. Right. But Casanova, no. He he's the person you worry about all the time. Because, like, I think he's on his, like, positive push now. Yes, like, he's trying to turn his life around. He's like, he's you like know I'm what? trying not to be angry anymore and be positive. But, like, right. I'm still, like, eh, I don't. <laughs> like, he, like, he almost gives me, like, a Remy Ma vibe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, post-prison, it's like. He's like, yeah, like, I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to be positive, trying to keep myself out of situations. <laughs> but I need y'all to understand that I will catch a body. It's not even an issue. It's so, not like, even this, a like, like, summer down. Yeah. Like, I'm saying this for, like, for your safety, really. Just, like. If you're like younger and you're like, "Hey, I'm gonna try him," don't, 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 don't try him. Stay safe, stay alive. <laughs> because number don't. one, I want him to stay out of jail. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> number two, I want you to be alive. Right. So, so those two things. <laughs> yeah, just keep that in mind at all times. <laughs> Please. Um. Be my, yeah. But like, I, I do like Casanova though. Yes. Yeah, so he, he came, he's, he's he's mad Brooklyn. Yeah. He came out and did two songs. I think who brought him out? Um, Flip De Niro. I learned a lot of people today. Flip De Niro. Um, what's Flip De Niro's song? Because, you know, I don't know the, the demographic of who listens to this podcast. So me and Mark are a little, a little out of the loop yeah. with a lot of things. That's what I realized at Duce Palooza is that Mark and I need to start listening to Hot 97 more because we didn't keep, know nothing. You keep saying we. You. You don't want to know anything? I'm not, I don't care enough. <laughs> I, but I just don't want to be the old person at the functions anymore. Okay. You can be the young person at the functions. I will still be the old person yes. not caring. 
So Flip De Niro is this rapper from Brooklyn. Um, I think he came out th- and, and think, did his "Leave Me Alone" song. I think I think their goal was to like make it a very Brooklyn. it was very a very Brooklyn event. It was yeah. a very Brooklyn event, and I I think it was trying to show the new Brooklyn versus the old Brooklyn. Yes. Um, and then also like other people like except like the Locks, um, State Property. I heard came out. Yeah, Third Property was at State Property. Um, that was and then before Dipset, we got Harlem. there. So like I and then like, Fab came out earlier too. So I think it was trying to like, I, I guess it was trying to like introduce old New York and new New York. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. like state property is Philly, yeah. But like they consider like New York hip hop, yeah. In terms of like how they how were a rock think. nation affiliated, yeah. So people was, like consider them like or um, Rockefeller affiliated, Northeast everything. So like I guess it was trying to show that collaboration between old and new. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you had him, you had Pop Smoke. Mm-hmm. Pop Smoke, I'm a I'm a fan now. I enjoy Pop Smoke. <laughs> I think I think the same reason I like Casanova is the same reason I like Pop Smoke. Like I think I do enjoy like a very raspy voice rapper. For some reason, like that sound, I like, because Casanova has a very like so, I'm so, so Brooklyn. So you rrr, rrr, rrr. Like so, I like that. So Casanova, Pop Smoke. Um, Welcome to the party by Pop Smoke. Jetta. If you want to turn up, go find that song. And Jet, get your I, guess, life. I guess like a Jetta Kiss voice. Yes, I yes, I like that. Benny Siegel's like old voice. Yes, um, not old voice. Get out. No, his voice is different now. Like, <laughs> he, he, has he, he lost weight? No, no, I don't. I don't know what it is, but like he doesn't have that that voice he had before. Mm-mm. He doesn't have the same. Um, the same tone to it. I think it's a weight loss, and he like is a vegan or vegetarian. Or no, something. I think no, I think he like he had like a issue. Oh, okay. I think something something happened. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I think it was that. Yes, yeah, I, I guess I guess you're talking, about. and I guess that's why you like Buster Rhymes too. Yeah, because Buster Rhymes has a certain tone too. Yes. So I I I, I discovered um, not discovered, but I was put on to uh, Pop Smoke, and I like it. I do. I That's do right. like it a lot. Um, who else was there um, that we saw? Um, who else they brought out? Um, I don't think there was anybody else I cared about. I soundhounded some of the songs. I don't want to sound old, but I really was like, what is this? Because the people was in there going up, okay? And I was like, I don't know what any of these things are. <laughs> so let me do my Googles and figure I was, out I was, what's going on. I was excited about the locks. That's all. Yeah. The lock, the locks had the people on their feet. There were some girls in front of us that were from the Bronx. When the locks came out, they was like standing. I was like, stand your people. Because I know Yonkers is like right next to the Bronx. So y'all just claim them. It's fine. But it was cool. Um, so Duce kind of had um, like, if you've been to Barclays before, they had the floor section open they had the 100 level open, and then they had, like, the boxes above, like, that are right behind the 100 level open. Um, so, first thing, if I ever go to Barclays again for anything, I'm definitely sitting in the 100s level. I will not sit in those 200s. I'll spend a little money. Because those 200s, if you've ever been in Barclays, you'll be feeling like you're about to fall. Like, the vertigo activation is real. Yeah. Um, so, I don't stand at these types of functions. The last time we went to Ducey, um in May, we stood the whole time. My legs don't like that. I'm not... I'm not in enough shape to be standing up for five or six hours at a time. So I was like, we're getting the seats where we can sit comfortably. And they were nice seats. Um, I think that. I, what, what, what I'll say is this. I think that. Um, I think that. Deuce, I, we talked about it before. Mm-hmm. But Duce Palooza. I don't know if it works. If. I don't think it works um, where we were. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it works um, at Barclays unless you are one of the people standing, mm-hmm. and unless number one, they get bigger monitors so mm-hmm. you can see what's going. Because their monitors was not doing it for me. Yeah, but like I, I think, was like, I can't. Because I was like, I could see 
like from where we were sitting, like we were sitting dead center to the stage so we could see, but it was like if the stage had been forward, like brought forward like a couple more feet. Or, or like a center stage. Or like a center stage, it would have been a better view. Yeah, because like, I, I, like I'm, I'm pretty sure like next time they do it, they'll figure that out. Yeah. Like, this is the first time they did it, so they yeah. try to figure it out. Yeah. Um, because it's like it's more of like supposed to be, it's more like a party vibe. Yeah. So like being in the back, sitting down, it was just real. Un- it was not as um, I guess exciting as it, it was very been. wallflowery. Yeah, it, it sounded like we were just watching a party. Right. Going yeah. on down yeah. there, like, oh, look at mm-hmm. a party going on down there. Right. That's how it felt. Unless like a concert. Right. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, I I I think we I think I would do Duce Blues again, not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't go to no Barclays again for no Duce. And if I do, but if we went to the place like that we went to the first time in Brooklyn, have, I would do that again. We do it again, but I think we would have to get boxes. Yeah, we would like, get the boxes because I'm get, not. It's pay for like the uh, VIP. Section. I'm not standing up. I'm not letting people brush up on me. No thanks. Yeah. And the thing I didn't like about this Duce Palooza, not that I'm much of a drinker, but um, you only got one drink with. Your we, ticket purchase. Meanwhile, we didn't get any drinks. We didn't get any because I didn't feel like going to stand on them lines yeah. to get no drinks. We didn't so. get any drinks, but like I think usually um, you get like a couple of drink tickets mm-hmm. that comes with it. Yeah, um, like you can pay for different drink tickets and it's like different. Yeah, different price price points get you um, a certain number of uh, drink tickets. But um, yeah, I think that was that was my one gripe with it was was that I was like, no, nah, I'm not standing on them. Lines. But then also it's like. They're going to a, a, a corporate-owned facility, yeah, like which I, is different than like a Brooklyn Steel or like, 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 like a, I, a spot like that. Like I, said, I understand. Like I, I get. Like I get, My guess is they were just trying to make do something different. Yeah, do something so different. Like, do something big because nobody's ever done anything like that. And you know what? You know, like, no, no one throw the party at at Barclays. At Barclays. And, and you that, know that's, what? And that's basically what it was. And I want to. I don't want to sound like we're bashing them. Like shout out to the Duce Palooza yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. For doing something that's never been done before. Like to take Correct. this from like a basement in Harlem to this is like monumental. Yeah, so yeah. like kudos. Yeah. And I'm glad I was able to go because we weren't going to go at first because the tickets that I saw initially was like not tickets I was going to pay for. But then when I saw these ones that were a little more affordable, I was like, I bet. I guess we could go. Plus, I know that Mark really likes the locks and. Uh, Cameron and um Fab. and Fab, so I was like, okay, we got to go to this, um, but yeah, you know what it is. I think, I think to it was it was it was just interesting. Like you just never knew when people were gonna come out. Like it would be like somebody would come out perform, and then you would see like people leave, and then people come out perform, and be like, oh, okay, like yeah, but but like but the thing is that's how they always do it. It's just yeah. it's just different in the context of Barclays. Yeah, because yeah. they because they've always made it so it's like it's more chill. Uh huh. It's like when you go to like a, I've been to a club a long time, but if you go to a club and then like someone just someone just like is there like uh-huh. oh I'm here I'll just sing along with my record uh-huh. and be the and just hype the crowd up like yeah. it's kind of like that. that's kind of what it is it's never it's never like a like a full concert right it's like, not it wasn't a full it's concert it's not like you're going on tour right yeah it's not like that it's more of like a chill thing and people and like some artists are cool because like I don't know if um do we talk about um do say Palooza here before I don't remember. Maybe, but Duce Palooza basically it started off with like a couple of friends. Yeah, in a basement. In the basement, just doing, th- just throwing parties. Just throwing a party with a bunch of Hennessy. Yeah, and it was it was Hennessy it was called Henny Palooza. Henny Palooza back then. And basically, like they um, they would just come out and they would just perform, just have fun, and they'd be on stage and everything. So and like so when we went in um earlier this year, mm-hmm. it, that's what it was. But it was just it was is that Brooklyn Brooklyn still? No, it was at a uh, Brooklyn Mirage. Brooklyn Mirage, where um, like. 
their friends would come out and like it, it's like how you and your friends if you had like a song you would like sing it to the song and everything mm-hmm. yeah. that's how it is right so like they'll come on stage and just be rapping and singing along to the other songs and having mm-hmm. fun and right. then they might have an artist right but the, the goal is just to have fun yeah and, yeah. and yeah. be more chill so yeah. it's, it's like it's like a big party yeah. yeah so this is the first that's why like it was it felt a little off at Barclays us sitting in the stands like right. like like a concert like a concert yeah when it really wasn't a concert it was not a concert it's yeah. more like a party yeah. so I I I believe that they'll iron out those things next mm-hmm. time. Right. So I'm not I'm not worried about that. Yeah. They're very good at like figuring things out and moving right. on. Yeah. Um. The the one thing I was gonna say, my one disappointment, I was like, oh, Jay Z is definitely gonna come out because it's in Brooklyn and there was no Jay Z sighting. It was, it was I was quite sad. My feelings were hurt. I thought Jay Z was gonna come out and give us give us something. It was like a bar or two. A bar. Let's say a bar or two and then leave. But it was fine. <laughs> um. It was super cool. Um. I liked it though. Like just seeing all the different people in there. Like. Just all the different outfits that people had on. It was, um, it was, it was like <laughs> it was a great people watching scene for sure. <laughs> when we first walked in, I was like, scene. "Oh, this is Brooklyn. This is this is Brooklyn." Like it, it's this is why I say that. I, I sound not long when I say mm. that, but like I said that because like if you have a concert and you have deluxe, fabulous, <laughs> Dipset, mm. you're gonna have like a bunch of people over thirty, mm-hmm. and like and they they will look a certain way and mm-hmm. that's how that's how we all look mm-hmm. we all look, we're all going to look that way mm-hmm. <laughs> when we come in mm-hmm. just see the locks dip set <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah we just going to look a certain way yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 it was really cool though i had a good time um there was something else i wanted to say about it um oh the funniest part to me of the whole evening was when pop smokes people would not come off the stage <laughs> pop smoke came up there with like 50 people. I oh, was like, was what is going on? That's possible. It was, mm-hmm. it was, right. Came in, there were like 50 people and they kept being like, can you guys clear the stage? They was throwing money. Like it was, and you could hear the DJ back there like, can you guys clear the stage? Can you guys Because <laughs> I think they were wait, they were making way for the, because I think the locks came on next. No, it was, um, who came on after that? Um, Fabio came on after that. Yeah, Fabio came on. I like Fabio too. Um, but they were like trying to clear the stage and Pop Smokes people just weren't having it. I was just like, <laughs> oh my god like it took like 15 minutes to get all the people off the stage and then they had to come clean up whatever money they was throwing it was crazy casanova when he when he was uh, doing his thing he got down in the in the in the crowd um and was like yeah i'm getting down here with all this jewelry on and we were like nobody's gonna take your jewelry sir you know that because like we said before you're a killer nobody nobody <laughs> no, in no, here nobody's taking your jewelry but like when he jumped down did you see how fast the security ran over like what are you doing yeah. what are you doing I was like, but it was a good time. It was a really, really good time. Yeah. I feel like my experience would have been different if I had been like closer to the action. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I also wasn't going to be with all those people on me. I didn't. I didn't yeah. enjoy that either. I, that, that's something I've realized I don't enjoy about functions. I need to be like in a space not with people on me. Work. That's what I need. But um, I had a good time. I would definitely go again. Um, I don't know if I go if it, if they were to hold it at like a Barclays or somewhere like that again. I would probably just get floor seats or a box and just yeah. bring Do my friends. Rock it out that way. And rock it out that way. So yeah, moving on from um, Duce Palooza, um, also still talking about sporting venues. So this week um, at the Staples Center, um, the good sis Lizzo decided that what was cool was to go to a basketball game with her butt out, not like in like you know when you got on some cute little poom poom shorts and a little like lower butt cheek is hanging out. No, no, like she had on a shirt which was cut out in the back to show her gluteus maximus. And she accented it with a thong. She also um, decided while at that game to twerk and show the camera her bare gluteus maximus 
complimented with the thong. And I just want to say a few things. One, your butt isn't that nice to be doing all of that. Two, that is the most classless, most ghetto, most uncultured thing I have ever seen in my entire black life. Three, the previous statement was not made because she is big. The previous statement was made because it was trash behavior, period. I'm not even talking about, oh, there were kids there, none of that. No, that was just, as a woman, that is classless. As a lady, that is classless. I don't know why you think that's cool. I don't know why you feel like you need to put on these stunts and shows like you're not an actual talented individual. And let's be clear, if Cardi B did this, if Rihanna did this, if Beyonce did this, I would still say that they were trashy and classless and could do better than that. Why did she have her whole entire naked behind on somebody's seat? Why? For what? Please explain. I, I need to understand why she did it. I need I need answers. I don't need to talk to me. I don't know. I, I want somebody oh. to explain it to me because I just was like, what are you doing? It like she was wearing like a like a designer outfit. Right. Like it was just like a H&M shirt that she cut up with the, and had the butt out and was just like sitting on the people's seats. Mad unhygienic. Ick. Just nasty. Like, I just don't understand, like, the stunts and shows that these girls are doing nowadays. Like, for what? I don't I don't understand. Like, you're just trash for that. And people are like, oh, y'all fat shaming? No. I talk about Mariah Lynn if she did this. I talk about anybody that did this. Because to me, it's nasty. It's just nasty. And I saw something was going around that the Staples Center was considering banning her from coming there. I don't think it's true, but... Like, I don't think she has to do all that, but... But like sis, like but just do better. But just do better. Like you don't have to be this. Uh, yeah, like I, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with people going too far left or right with it either, because people always go too far left or right, and then the problem with people going too far left or right is like making people have to defend, pick a side on defending, mm-hmm. and both sides are kind of wrong. So yeah. just don't go too far left or right. Just, just do better. That's all. I'm yeah. not saying you should be banned forever. I'm also saying that maybe you should put some clothes on. <laughs> well, according to her she said I'm reading some some interview she did she said I had on layers down there so it wasn't just flesh to seats well if you had on layers why not just have some pants on like why do you have to have your butt cheeks like, I just don't understand sis you're stupid you're dumb whoever your public relations team people are like they need to tell you to stop these stunts and shows because you look stupid you look super stupid for doing this. I'm I'm sorry. Like you, I, you don't have to do that if you're talented. Right. That, that is that is really the point. This is what the girls that don't have any talent should do. You yeah. you have talent. So you have actual so, talent. So simmer down. You are a Grammy nominated artist. You can play the flute. You are a great singer. Like you, you just don't need to be doing this type of stuff. Like you you're better than this. Is all I'm saying. Word. Anyways, moving on. Trash behavior. Moving on. Um. <laughs> Let's not fight. <laughs> let's not fight. It's not right. So let's not fight. All right, ready for the next topic? <laughs> I did not know you were going to play that. I'm tired of you. It's for the next topic. Um, but it's it's apropos. So <laughs> Nick Cannon and and Eminem are fighting. I promise you, it's 2019 and not like 07. Um, the two of them were in some type of um, tiff this week. I don't 
what kicked it off? Where did this come from? This was so, the most random piece so of news I saw. This is like from the beginning or from now? Let's start from the beginning. Yeah, start from the beginning. So from the beginning, it was basically. I knew it was um, Mariah Carey focused. Yeah. So what mm-hmm. I but what I've got what I've gathered is Eminem says that she he dated Mariah Carey for six months. Mm-hmm. Mariah Carey says it never happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey been saying she don't know chicks that we know she know. <laughs> she doesn't know you, sir. She's never heard of you. So I don't know him. So Mariah Carey said it never happened. Mm-hmm. I think um, Eminem put like a line in a song about it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, in a song he did with Fat Joe. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I'm talking about recently. No, the song he did with no, Fat Joe. I'm not recently. I'm talking about before. Yes, before. Um, yeah, before. Which, which required Mariah to then make Obsessed. Make Obsessed. Mm-hmm. Correct. And then, um, and then um, what's it called? I think... I mean, then responded with a line, mm-hmm. and then he said something to Nick Cannon, and mm-hmm. which Nick Cannon was like, "Hey, we can fight, we can box." Right. <laughs> I think he was trying to do a boxing ring that fell through. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That never happened. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I think they had some other lines throughout the pride throughout the, throughout the years. Um, and then more recently, mm-hmm. I think um, Nick Cannon was like talking about. Um, Eminem to like Vlad or somebody mm-hmm. so then Eminem put a line in the song with Fat Joe I'll read it to you try to tell I know me and Mariah didn't end on a high note but that other dude that other dudes whip that P word got him neutered tried to tell him this chick's a nut job before he got his jewels clipped almost got my caboose kicked fool quit you're not going to do sugar, honey, iced tea. I let her chop my balls off, too, before I lose to you, Nick. That's what Eminem said. Nick responded and said... Is that, was that the song right after that? The, yes. With him and, like, the whole Wild Now staff? <laughs> um, he clapped. This is what Nick said on his Power 106 radio show. We should change his name from Eminem to Percocet. What's the pill old people use? We're going to call him Cialis. Bring your walker, get out your wheelchair, Eminem, and pop whatever you want to pop. Um, Nick Cannon then dropped a disc called The Invitation. That was the one with the whole Wild Out staff? I guess so. Okay. Yes. Um, and what has happened now is that Nick Cannon has declared himself the winner of this battle. Eminem put a song out there, right? Didn't he? I don't know. Um, I, haven't, I haven't heard this. Yes. Um he uh he put out the song Invitation. Eminem um wrote on Twitter, I demand an apology, Nicholas. Um then somebody commented and said, I've never heard anyone say, Yo, put on some Nick Cannon and I think Eminem either like liked it or shared it or shared it or retweeted it. It it's just a mess. Both men are entirely too old to be over here going back and forth about like, a woman that neither one of them are with. Like, like I just don't even understand. Honestly, I I think well that that's um Nick's um baby mother. No, I get it, but like just um, guys. But um Nick then got a whole nother baby and baby mama. Like I just don't. What do you guys? Like it's 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 fun to watch. Like I don't think it's, gonna <laughs> it's ha- fun like, to watch. Like it's fun to watch because I know no violence can come from it. No, no, nobody's I, fighting. I, I think I think when I know no violence come from it, I'll I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I, it's it's back and forth. You'll be entertained. Yeah, I'll be entertained because nothing doesn't no no violence can come from it. Um, what I will say is people like um are like talking crazy about Nick Cannon, mm-hmm. but like on a, on a real he has like he's he's putting like like the whole Wild Now staff on 
Right. All the time. He like puts them out. Right. <laughs> so it was like, it was like, so Nick Cannon like, you just acquire beef with, <laughs> with Eminem. Mm-hmm. And like, the whole while not like, <sighs> gotta, gotta go with Eminem. <laughs> we got this, we got, this we're gonna do, what you gonna, not gonna start low or nothing. Right. <laughs> like, like Eminem is where you're starting this beef. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess here we go. <laughs> like, okay. What a fun time. Yeah. What a fun time. It's cool. Um, um, but like, I, I'm, I'm always, I'm always down for rap beef. Me too. Speaking um, <laughs> like real beef, no, but rap beef is cool. Yeah. Speaking of rap beef. So allegedly, um, people seem to think that Jay-Z and Kanye are still like fighting with one another. Um, apparently they're not plot twist. Um, Diddy had a 50th birthday party this past week and um, video has circulated of Kanye and Jay-Z both at the function talking to one another. And people were like, oh, my God, they were speaking to one another. And I'm just like, when, when, I, when, I, when I heard like the response, y'all think they don't talk to one another or yeah, like, when, I, when I heard the responses, I was like, we have to stop with celebrities with either they either love each other or hate each other. Right. There's mad gray area. Right. Like with anything else. And those are two people that have each other's contact information. Yeah. They don't have to contact a publicist to be like, oh, what's what's his number? What's his number? They know each other's information. I'm yeah. sure that regardless of the things that they've said on records or in interviews, they have each other's numbers. Yeah. And they, they talk in between these statements or songs that we hear. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying, like, they're, like, the best of friends now or, mm-hmm. like, they're great friends. And Jay-Z's probably like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> or... Kanye doesn't agree with like they might not agree with a lot of stances, but that doesn't mean that they like when they when they see each other they're gonna be like like it's not like an on site situation. Correct. It's, they're not, they're not like violently on site. I'm gonna hurt you. Right. Because and and they also feel as if like they're at the same place. They have to talk to each other. Right. <laughs> okay. Like like I, and the party I, I, was at Diddy's house. They're not gonna fight at Diddy's house. Yeah, That's just they're, stupid. They're not gonna fight at Diddy's house. Number one. Number two. I don't think that there were like either one or people who are gonna like yo when I see you I'm gonna fight you. Sir. Right. Like they don't. <laughs> like they're not they're not those people. So. Or they're not going to be people who are just going to like avoid the person throughout the whole party either. Right. So they're going to talk. Right. I it's mean, going, it's going to happen. The video so even, I saw, it looked like it, the space. There was a lot of people in there, and the space was tight. So they they was going to bump into each other. Yeah. Like to and try to avoid each other at that function was going to be stupid. Yeah. So even if we go with the narrative that they haven't spoken in a long time, if they're at the same place, they're going to talk to each other. Right. Because like I I I believe that they're both people who like oh I see you. I'm going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Regardless of who initiated the conversation, basically. So, that's that's not shocking. Yeah. <laughs> let's move on. Yes, let's move on. Um. So, do we want to stay on rapper things? Uh, I guess we can stay with the rapper. Okay. So, in more rapper things, um, Chance the rapper we had mentioned here on this pod had said that he was going to go on tour. Um, this year, like in October. Then his wife had a baby, and he said, "Nah, I'm gonna stay home." and be here for her in these first couple of months is crucial. I didn't do it with our first baby. I'm going to do it with our second baby. So we just got notification today that um, he is canceling that tour mm-hmm. um, completely because uh, it, it had been rescheduled for February, and I was looking forward to it because that's my birthday month. Shout out to February, Aquarius season coming soon. Um, and, yeah, so on one hand, I'm like, yeah, I'm glad to be getting a couple hundred dollars back. Uh, but then I'm like, dang. They really canceled. He yeah. canceled the whole tour. So it makes me wonder, like, what the underlying story is behind why this tour was canceled. It could be like he just he he realized he doesn't he doesn't want to go back now. He wants to spend more time. With well, that was that was the that was the statement he gave basically that he wants to spend more time with his family, which is which is fine because um, going indoors a lot. Yeah, and I think 
honestly, my this is my opinion. Um, the ticket sales probably weren't that great because I don't think people really liked this album, that, this last album that he put out. Maybe. Um, people, people that are fans of his that want to see him were like, oh, I don't like this album. If you're going to come and be performing this. Ah. And the album was called, the tour was called The Big Tour. The album was called The Big Day. So basically the expectation probably was that he was going to be performing. And people didn't really connect to it. So maybe that's why he decided not to go ahead with the tour. Because, I mean, I don't think he was lying about the spending more time with the family thing. But I also think, too, that given the pushback of the dates that more people would have been like trying to get tickets. More tickets but i really haven't seen any promo for that for it in a while or anything like that so i feel like this was kind of like in the making and they finally made the decision to announce now because i haven't seen any promo from him or from anybody really about this tour anywhere well it probably wasn't any promo because he was like i'm not going to promo I'm with my family like it's one of those things not promo from him but i mean like i didn't even see like any like flyers pop not flyers but like billboards or anything anywhere i didn't see any flyers or anything popping up on like social media like even Ticketmaster will send me little like oh this thing is coming up this thing is happening i wouldn't see any of that stuff either he's he's like he doesn't have like a management company or anything so it's kind of him okay i guess that's true like who the record label i understand it's not like there's a rock nation manager in his like tour situation so like i I think like he was like no i'm taking time okay he was like i'm taking time right so there was no promo because he was taking time to, to chill chill out Okay, I guess that's valid. He, um, he didn't have the machine behind him. Yeah. Like, I'm sad because I did want to go see him in concert, but I guess, you know, whenever he finally does make a date happen, then, you know, that'll be that'll be a vibe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so moving on, uh, blackness and black excellence, like, it's just great being black. So this year, for 2019, all of our major queens, our pageant queens, are black. Miss Teen USA, Miss USA, Miss America, Miss America? Yeah. Um, and apparently now... Miss Universe. Miss Universe mm-hmm. um, from South Africa. And she has a haircut like me. So we're like innovating out here in these streets with the short dude with the cut on the side. Um, her name is Zozabini Tunzi. Um, she won Miss South... She Miss, She's from South Africa and she won Miss Universe this year. And like... I love the fact that her hair was natural, that she's, like, not an ambiguous black. No shade to the ambiguous blacks. But she's definitely, like, she's black. There's no question about it. Uh, She's gorgeous. Her answer was great that she gave to the question. I just loved it. I was so glad that she won. Um, So I didn't know this when I was uh, looking at it at the time, but apparently it was hosted at Tyler Perry Studios. So salute to the homie Tyler Tyler Perry for securing these bags and getting these sponsorships. I will say over and over, his, um, what he, what his, um, his purpose is more important than his talent. <laughs> yes, and so he got the he got the universe people down to his uh, to his studios. Maybe they'll come back again. Maybe that'll be a repeat client. Tyler can get some more bags. Um, unfortunately, again, Steve Harvey had a flub. This time he got the the winner right, but this time he had a mix up with the um, costume. I think they trolled and still have Steve Harvey at this point because um, the uh, for the. The costume contest, um, the winner was supposed to be Malaysia, but he said Philippines. Um, and apparently the issue was something on the uh, teleprompter. Like he said that the teleprompter said um, what you call it. It said uh, Philippines when it really was Malaysia. So I think somebody's trolling Steve Harvey at this point because yeah. um, that don't even make no damn sense. Which which might be true because when they did that, they got a lot of views. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, also, 
I don't know if you heard about this, but Puerto Puerto Rico was second, right? Um, hold on, let me look. You know, I didn't even pay attention. I saw the black girl when I was in checking for the middle girls. Uh, <laughs> it might have been Puerto Rico. That sounds that sounds right. So apparently, um, officials from Puerto Rico mm-hmm. and like a few people from Telemundo mm-hmm. was talking crazy about the black people. Oh, I bet they were. <laughs> um, they were being quite racist. And it, yes, like, Puerto Rico was the first runner up. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, and it was like, I think it would be more under. Well, not I made that up. I think it would, it would um it was one thing if it was like a bunch of people from Puerto Rico saying something, mm-hmm. but it was like government officials <laughs> and like people on Telemundo. Mm-hmm. They were like tweet, tweeting things like, um, "Oh, it's supposed to be a beauty pageant. It's supposed to be the most beautiful person supposed to win." And like, this is another discussion <laughs> for another time. But this is why when y'all start talking about people of color solidarity, I'd be like, "Okay, I'm not interested." I fool with my people. Them other ones, God bless them. Be great. I care about their struggles. I care about their concerns, but they don't keep the same energy about us. When it's when they need help with the struggle, they want us on board. When they have a problem with them not succeeding or thinking that we're doing something better than them, a lot of them, their colors come out with their racism and, and, and their disdain for us as black people. So when people be starting out with that people of color stuff, I just be looking like, who's that? Are you talking about the blacks specifically? Because I don't know those. I don't know those other people. I'm a ride carry them, because that's how they do us. But that's another conversation for another time. But of course, they would act like that. Of course, yeah. they would say that. So and it was like, it was it was crazy. And like, and like someone called her. Um, what was it? Um, so so it, it was just crazy. It was just crazy comments. Mm. Um, I don't. I have my phone. Like you know, what I'm but like yeah, like it was it was it was a bunch of crazy comments. So I was like. Long sigh, short gasp. I mean, you know, Puerto Ricans they they act like they're not black, but like I well, said, not, not all. There's there are Puerto Ricans that do act like. But the ones that were talking that that trash, yeah, act like they're not black. I'm yeah. like, mm, but you are. Um, and you and um, you said Miss World is black too. Yes, Miss World is black too. Miss World, her name is Tony Ann Singh. Guess where Tony Ann's from? Where? Guess her name is Tony Ann. There's only one one group of people that like to put an Ann on a name for no real reason. <laughs> it's just just them really. Who do you think? Who? Jamaica. Okay. Yes, Miss Tony Ann Singh from Jamaica. She is. Tony Ann Singh. She is the new Miss World. She's a sing. She sings. She sang um, a Whitney Houston song, um, "I Have Nothing," and she killed it. Yes, sis. Um, I think the best part of her winning, honestly, was Miss Nigeria's response. So it was five of them up there. It was Puerto Rico, not Puerto Rico. Look at me getting lying about them people. Um, it was Jamaica. Let me let me not tell a whole lot because I literally just watched a clip yesterday. Just FYI, mm-hmm. um, or not FYI, um, just a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess Miss America goes to the universe pageant. No, Miss USA goes to universe pageant. And so Miss America goes to the world pageant. Maybe, sure, we'll say that. I don't know. I really don't know to be honest with you. <laughs> um, I believe that sounds I, right, but I'm going to go look. I'm sure, I'm sure one goes to the other. One goes. To, one goes. Yes. To one goes. To, one goes to the other. It makes, yes. it makes sense that way. Yes. So. There were five people up on the stage. It was, hold on, Miss World 2019 top five. So the top five was Nigeria, France, um, hold on, Nigeria, France, Brazil, India, and Jamaica. Okay. So they were up there waiting to be called. 
Um, I think third place was, I want to say India. Second place was France. And first place was Jamaica. When they announced Miss Jamaica, Miss Nigeria is Jamaica's BFF. She was so hype. I love to see women that excited for other women. Miss Nigeria was like, yes, yes, yeah. Like she literally jumped up and down. You would think they would say that they said she won. And she ran up to Miss Jamaica and she like hugged her so tight. and was like, oh my God, oh my God, yes. Yeah, she was so, so hype. Like I'm telling you, like I'm like, that's how I want my friends to root for me. If you can't root for me like how Miss Nigeria rooted for her friend, then you don't need to be my friend, period. You can quit. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the requirement. That, these are the friends. levels. These are the levels. We have a conversation about how we were terrible at choosing friends. I'm not terrible at choosing friends. We're no, just, no we're, we're terrible at like, having friends break that barrier to be our friends. Okay, so look. Here's the, here's the clip right here. Okay. I'm just well, showing it so you, see, so you can see how she okay. jumped up. So I guess we'll be putting this. Let's put it on the mic. We'll be putting this clip, I guess, on the on the YouTube now. You see how Miss Nigeria is jumping up? And, like, <laughs> she's hyped like they called her, son. Miss Jamaica's like, oh my God. And Miss Nigeria's like, ah! She's losing it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, so, we'll, we'll, this will be playing on the YouTube because mm-hmm. now you all hear it. So now it's good. We need, we need context. <laughs> you seem good. Not 90 context. So. You, seem, you seem unhappy. Um, anyway, well, it's just extra work I got to do. Let, we'll figure it out. That's fine. You can do it. I believe in you. Um, <laughs> moving on, moving on, moving on. So um, last week we talked about um, Michael Vick um, and people signing the petition for him not to be one of the captains on the Pro Bowl. The NFL said, bump that. He going to stay one of the captains of the Pro Bowl. Stay as he, mad. As as they should be. I normally am not a supporter of the NFL at all. But in this moment, I'm like, yes, thank you, NFL, for not bowing to people's foolish racism. Yeah, because... Because the problem is, y'all don't like Michael Vick because he's black. Y'all don't care nothing about no animals. He allegedly that happened, hurt. Matt Longo, it happened like and 12 went, years ago. He went to jail Move for on. it. He, he went, went to jail. jail for it. And he now serves on... has served on a committee um, within the, the United States government to, like, stop animal cruelty and blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm what like, more y'all want? I'm like, seriously? Like, let it go. Let it go. Wait, y'all, like y'all, the good sis Elsa said. So let it go. So you're never gonna forgive him? Never. <laughs> They'll never, ever, ever, ever let it go. And it, this is another reason millennials don't be going home. Because anybody trying to go home and listen to nobody argue about Michael Vick can't be the captain <laughs> because of some dog fighting that happens while we get. Don't nobody want to have this conversation. Leave people alone. Damn. Um, so, yeah, kudos to Michael Vick. I may look at the Pro Bowl just because he's going to be there. Um, moving on to some other uh, stuff that came out this week. So, this week, a premiere dropped, or trailer, I should say, dropped for... Um, Surviving R. Kelly Part 2. Um, if you have not watched Surviving R. Kelly yet, I suggest you go do so. But, like, literally, it is one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen in my natural life. Um, I had to do some prayers after I watched that thing, like some real ones. Um, but they have a Part 2 that will be starting January 2nd. So they're kicking off the new year with the shenanigans. And I'm ready. Um, this Part 2 has... Um, the girl, Dominique, I think is her name, the one whose mother came and got her in the first um, documentary series. Mm-hmm. She's going to be one of the people featured um, on this upcoming documentary. So I'm excited to see it. And then one of the girls who was in the house with him at the time that this doc- that last documentary was being made talks about um, how there was like a suicide pact. And like if he got locked up, then they were supposed to kill themselves. So she's on there, too. So I'll be watching. It's going to be three nights starting January 3rd. So I'm ready. Um, at this point, I'm just kind of like, 
I'm watching this documentary more to hear from the two late young ladies that were in the house with him like more recently and hearing their point of view than I am to be looking for any more evidence. Like the evidence is there. It exists. R. Kelly has done the things that they have said he's done. Like there's no debate. There's no there's no conversation. Like these it's a stone cold fact. In the words of Cat Williams, all these people can't be lying about you for twenty years. They're not. Everything they're saying is the truth. Um, so I'll be tuning in and y'all should too. Speaking of documentaries about sexual assaulters in the music industry, um, Russell Simmons uh, has some beef with Oprah. Everybody got beef with Oprah this year. Kid Rock talking <laughs> stuff. Like, people didn't really feature Oprah. I don't really know what's going on with the sis. But um, Russell Simmons and 50 Cent, um, I don't know if they've intentionally teamed up or if it's just one of those that's, things that happen. That's, that's a crazy team up. Crazy team up. But anyway, um, Russell Simmons, if you guys remember, was accused of being sexually inappropriate slash forcing himself on folks um, at the height of the Me Too movement. At which point, Russell Simmons um, quickly packed up and moved to Bali or somewhere and was doing yoga and things in places. Um, so Oprah and some folks are working on a documentary about sexual assault um, victims in the music industry. And there are some people in this documentary who have named Russell Simmons as an uh, attacker of theirs. And so Russell Simmons wrote this whole thing basically like, I don't know why you are choosing to come after me. Meanwhile, you're friends with people like Harvey Weinstein who have done X, Y, Z, da, 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 da. And then 50 Cent joined in and was like, yeah, Oprah, you stay coming for black people, but you don't ever want to come for white people, da, 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 da. And I just kind of had two thoughts on that. Number one, sexual assault by black men isn't okay just because white people have done it too. So let's, let's start there. Number two... Who said that Oprah was, quote unquote, for black people? Well, I don't know who said that. That's that's not documented anywhere. Um, and she doesn't have to be just because she's a black person that has money. And number three, why is it that we always look to black women to like throw the blanket over black men's B.S.? and defend them to the death when they do things that are wrong. I just don't understand. I don't understand. Don't get me wrong. I do look at Oprah side-eye for doing that Finding Neverland thing. Michael dead. I don't know why you keep doing this. And it's, it's clear that you have a vendetta against Michael specifically. But at the end of the day, Russell Simmons, like, the, Oprah's not unearthing anything that hasn't already been put out there about you the reason you ran to another country is because this this stuff was coming out about you so i i'm not really sure where the attack on oprah is coming from here i'm confused please help me understand why why you're mad at oprah for doing a documentary where your name is being brought up it's not like the documentary is about russell simmons only it's touching on a number of executives in the music industry who women are saying they have been assaulted by russell simmons just happens to be one of the people being included but the way the way he's acting you would think it's a russell simmons documentary a la r kelly which it's which it's not but i guess a hit dog will holler i don't know what are your thoughts uh yeah i think you're accurate i think um i think someone actually made that comment when we were talking about the um abuse topic last week mm -hmm. was that um one of the main issues is that um how women always feels if like people always feel like women black women need to protect 
the black men, regardless of the nonsense they are put in, mm-hmm. and talking about it is um, talking bad on um, black men, even though, even though um, they should be probably under the jail. Right. So like, like so like I, I think that um, I so someone mentioned that, which, which is it's very true. It's like that's that's a big um component of abuse, like via the last topic. Right. Is that um saying feeling like we shouldn't talk about it because of that. Right. Um, I I had this conversation before, and like, I I guess it's not for this, but we'll we'll talk about it later. Right. I don't yeah. I don't I don't yeah. want to go into what I was talking about. Yeah, but like, yeah, I just feel like Russell Simmons. Like, I find it very interesting that a lot of the women that you've dealt with have been very like racially ambiguous all these years, but all of a sudden, now that the light is being shown on some of your activities, you're now looking for the black woman to put on her cape. And and save you? Nah. You on your own, fam. Just you just gotta deal with the consequences. And I have no idea why fifty cent is jumping into this. Well, I do know why, because fifty cent doesn't like black women. But um he doesn't. He doesn't. He hates black women in my opinion. Uh I that's just how I feel, based on my knowledge of his like life growing up and how he treats his son and his mother who are black. Versus how he treats the woman he's with now or the woman he had a baby with now and that child. And then even how he played, um, what's her name, Notori Naughton from Power. Like, there was some picture of her with a really, really bad wig on and her hairline looked like it was back here. And, like, he clowned her, like, on social media. And I'm like, bro, this is, first of all, an employee of yours who could technically sue you for, like, discrimination and harassment um, as an employer. And then I'm like, this is somebody that you've had on a show that has made you a lot of money for six years. Why would you clown this person? You don't like black women. That's my that's my conclusion about 50 Cent. And I don't care if he does or doesn't like black women. He could do whatever he wants. But I'm just like, just trash. You're just trash. Trash AF. Um, anyways, um, speaking of 50 and Power. Um, Power, the trailer came out um, this week. Um, the last five episodes to wrap up the season or, and the series um, will be premiering January 5th. So the beginning of January is locked down with TV. But got the surviving R. Kelly and Power. Child, I would be glued. Glued, God willing, to my television um, at the beginning of the year. Now, how this trailer looks for Power, the most corniest thing I've ever seen in my Yo, life. It looked like some haves and have nots, <laughs> soap opera looking type stuff. I said, y'all ain't do this. This got to be fake. This is fake. Oh, but like, it's not. It's real. Yes. And then, oh, my God. I don't know what's the most annoying annoying part about it. The voice of Officer Blanca, like, she talks like this all the time. Oh, my God. I can't stand it. Like, when it opened with that, I was like, my ears started, like, crunching up when I heard it. And then, like, it just, I understand that it's the final five episodes. But, like, did y'all just, like, throw the budget away? Did y'all just say, we're not spending any money on anything nice? Like, we're just gonna just throw stuff? Like, I just, it came off very low budget, very 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 corny very the oval very sisters <laughs> tease not very the oval girl like it just did not give me high <laughs> budget tease <laughs> like Tyler Perry stuff like I know Tyler got money but there's something I don't know if it's the camera angles or what but it gives me low budget tease every time I see it and that's the way I felt about this trailer it gave me low budget tease I said did we just say we're not spending you know, any more money you know, like you know, what are we doing funny thing you know what I've, I've realized stressful we get stressed out about like the, the the movies like that that black people have. Is that like just a black version of Hallmark movies? Hmm. 
because black because horror movies are equally dramatic and are, are they just a black, like are they they just like no no it's not the same because there are some black hallmark movies black hallmark movies I've been watching um, BET this week and they've been playing a series of black versions of hallmark movies and yeah, those, those, they're they're more high budget than than that power okay. trailer more high budget but the BET sure. movies are the black hallmark movies. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. I watched two of them yesterday. Um, one is called um, Holiday Heist. Um, pretty yeah. decent. Yeah, though, like they'd be having the same, those same black people in, mm-hmm. all, in all movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think one lady was in two of the movies. Yeah. I was like, back to back? I was which, like, is that which, the same lady? Which which makes more sense than being <laughs> black homework movie. Because homework movie would be having the same people, too. Mm-hmm. It'd be so, the same people recycle. be like, wasn't so yeah. that the lady from the last movie that so just yeah, went yeah. off? Because like, people always like, oh, why does this look like this? It's not coined. They're not, they're not, but I think they're just, they're just black homework movies. They're like, you're not, you're not going for like the greatest of movies. But Power is not a black Hallmark movie, so I don't understand that trailer. Right. Like the Hallmark movie trailers actually look better than that, than that <laughs> Power one. I just was like, what is, like, I thought it was a joke, but it's like real. It's it's out there. Yes. Um, I'm happy to see the series end, but like, when you have a show that makes Lorenz Tate look like a sketchy actor, like, this sh- like what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Like Lorenz Tate is a great actor, but this show got him looking <laughs> looking sus. I can't. Made him look like a bad actor. Yeah, I'm like, because let's be clear, the acting on Power is questionable at best. Um, I don't think Omari Hardwick is always a good actor. It stresses me out a little Kamari. bit. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. That little boy Tariq, I don't know if he's a good actor or a bad actor. I haven't decided. Same on Tommy, but the show's entertaining nonetheless. But the acting on it is not, it's not yeah. top notch. I, I think they're just banking on. I think they're banking on just like um, <laughs> Game of Thrones because like people just, I, I just they know that people just have to figure out what happens at the end. They, right, they, 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 they have to complete it. So I think that that's what they're banking on is people just knowing that they have to complete complete it. I'm I'm sorry. I just made a face because I'm on Instagram and I saw Joe Budden's picture and I'm like, what what why does he look like this? Okay, just, just focus, focus, focus. I'm focused. I'm listening to everything you say. I just don't know why he looks like that. I was confused. <laughs> focus. Go on Joe Budden's Instagram if you want to see what I'm talking about. He's wearing an all-black outfit, and his face looks weird. Focused. I'm focused. I am focused. His face just looks weird. Um, yeah. Um, is there anything else you had uh, that you want to um, talk to the people about today? Just um, we're going to do T-tips. Okay, go ahead. T-tips. Take B-L-M-T-tips, it away. T-tips, T-tips, T-tips. How? T-tips, T-tips, T-tips. How? Mm, 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 All right. Um, one BLM T-tip, I think it's a good idea, is um, the PDF ebook. The PDF ebook. Okay. I don't know if you've um, ever seen this. Like certain businesses have it, but it's a good idea to help market your business. Also, where you have um, just like a quick um, five to ten page ebook, just like giving um tips or something. Okay. Or giving advice or something, just like giving advice or tips. So, mm-hmm. for instance, um, if you're fashion, you might get some fashion tips mm-hmm. and everything like that, just to give advice. What it does is it shows the um your customers that you're an expert in your field mm-hmm. um gives them something to take home so when you show that you are expert in your field and your goal is to educate people are more inclined to trust you as a business to patronize because you're not just someone who's like a salesperson mm-hmm. you're someone who's trying to educate people mm-hmm. on on a topic okay on educate something so a good idea is it, it's like it's like Giving people free services. Okay. Is that. So they're giving people ad- advice and everything. Of course, people will come to you if they want to, like, buy a product and everything like that or if they want more information. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's good to just have, like, an e-book mm-hmm. you can just give out. If you want, you can sell the book for, like, $5. If okay. you want just, like, something something real cheap or, like, even, like, 99 cents. Mm-hmm. Something just really inexpensive just to hand out so people have it. 
but like I said, it's it's always good to just have something like that for the people. Um, just to, like I said, to show that you're an expert in your field. Interesting. Never heard of that before, but that's cool. I like yeah. it. Uh, it. It's a good thing. It, you can even use it as a giveaway for like um, register today mm-hmm. for your um, or like um, become registered on our website. Mm-hmm. Put, your, put your email address on our website and we'll email you. Oh, okay. An ebook. Yeah, that's a good idea. So good like, idea. it's a it's a good thing to do. So it's like, it's just it's just a way to like give people tips and everything, and like it's it's a good way to get customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sure. I would certainly buy from someone who had a put, good ebook. Like putting together a good ebook, just um, like I said, nothing. I'm not talking about like 30, 40 pages, maybe five, mm-hmm. five, five, five to ten pages. Mm-hmm. Just like explain what's going on, have a cover. Just you can use Microsoft Word if you have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just something just to show that um. You're knowledgeable about the topic you are talking about. Mm-hmm. All right. And if you need help putting up putting one of those together, you can contact us at the BLM. You can contact us at the BLM. Contact at BLM.com. Contact at the BLM.com. Yes, that's our email. Contact at the BLM.com. Okay, that's fine. Is that all? Yeah. Is that all for today? All right, cool. Yeah. Seems like we have nothing further, so we're going to wrap this thing up. And I think, where are we on time? Um, one forty-eight. Look at us. Look at us. Because last week hours. it was like two hours. Look at us under two hours. Look at us. Look at us. Yes, God, won't He do it? Won't word, He word, do word, it? Word. Won't He will? All right. Won't He so, will? Please, if you have any questions, you can contact us at alllovenofearpcast at gmail dot com. Yes, and um, you can also follow us on the socials. All Love No Fear podcast. It's on uh, what's that? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram. Yes, yes. Um, yes. Follow us on there. Um, follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. Yes. Subscribe. Please, subscribe. Please subscribe. Please hit the subscribe button below. That's what the people on YouTube be saying yeah. when I watch their videos. Yeah. I don't never know where below is, but we, they be pointing. You gotta do one of those. Subscribe. Here. Subscribe. Right here. Subscribe. Do it. Yes. Do it. Yes. I, am I pointing to it? I think I'm pointing to it. I'm pointing to I don't. It. I don't know. I don't know where it's down here. In this down area. Point, subscribe. Yeah. It's popping up right now. Yeah. Subscribe. Right now it's popping yes, up. Yes. Subscribe. Okay. That's that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> they'll find it, I'm sure. With all this direction that we've given them, they'll find the subscribe for sure. <laughs> for sure. All right. So we're going to catch you later. And so we bid you adieu. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh huh, uh huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Hey.